you're a virgin who can't drive. You're a virgin. You're listening to a virgin who can't drive podcast. Um, I want to start this off with a little apology. If you listened to last episode, you probably know exactly what I'm talking about. Um, I completely and utterly just violated my mic last episode. So I've been using a little lavalier mic, which is like, I don't know, a little mic like I hold, okay? I just hold this little guy as I do the podcast. I used my dad's, like, real mic and, you know, set it up, but I just wasn't feeling the vibe. I was like, I like the little lavalier mic. The only issue with the lavalier mic is I'm holding it the whole time, so if I do any, like, hand movement, the thing gets, like, moved and shuffled, and then you got, like, weird scratchy-ass audio. And then also... I tend to, like, pull it away from my mouth, so all of a sudden the audio gets real quiet. So my apologies. I'm gonna try to just sit still and not act like a three-year-old. I was, like, editing the audio, and I'm like, holy crap, this is so trash at parts. But, you know, I wanted to put the episode up, and it is what it is. You know you get a bomb-ass killer sleep when you wake up with one sock on. Like, you go to bed with two, and you wake up with one sock. Or, like, you go to bed with a shirt, and the next thing you know, you wake up, and you're, like, not wearing one. You're like, what the, what the fuck? But you slept through the whole, like, de-dressing. That's how you know you got a killer sleep. Because if you're able to sleep through that, ooh, you got a good sleep! In the morning, had my sock, like, across the room. I don't know how that happens. Um... My hair, well, it always looks like a freaking mess. Like, man, I know I got a deep sleep. I didn't even remember my dream, which is also high now. Bomb sleep. Lately, I've been having the weirdest freaking dreams. I've talked about that. Like, what? What is up? If I could not dream, oh, I would take that. I would take whatever pill would make you just not dream. Speaking of socks while you're sleeping, I know this is, like, a controversial topic. Where do people stand, okay? Because I have, like... Friends that have told me you're a complete and utter freak for sleeping with socks. I've had friends that I go to sleep with socks every night. Like, they cannot sleep without wearing socks. Like, they put them on before bed because they have to wear them. I don't have a preference either way. If I'm cold, I'm going to put on a pair of socks. Or two. Like, if I'm cold, I'm going to do that. I don't really care. If I'm overheated, I don't want to wear socks. It's, like, the last thing I want on my feet. But I feel like if my feet are warm, then I'll stay warm. You know what I'm saying? I feel like the feet are indicative of your, like, overall body heat. It could be super, super warm out, but you step in a cold puddle and your feet are, like, soaked and cold, your body is going to get so cold so fast. I don't know what it is. I just hate it. You know what I'm saying? Um, Yeah, that's kind of where I stand on that. What are your guys' thoughts? Are you, like, I wear socks to bed or... People who wear socks to bed are complete freaks. If I had to choose, I'd say probably wear socks to bed because I have noticed, like, a trend. If I do wear socks to bed, I sleep better. I don't know. I don't know if that's just, like, a mind thing. Like, I'm telling myself that's what happens. But there seems to be a correlation. This weekend, I stayed at my sister and brother-in-law's house. It was great. I freaking love them. I love them with, like, my whole heart. They're my favorite people in the entire world. Anywho, so I was at their house, and I came home Monday. I go to use our downstairs bathroom, and I sit on this toilet. Now, I'm, like, this is a little TMI. I am sitting on this toilet for probably 30 minutes at this point, not even using the bathroom. I sat down. I don't even, I just was peeing. That was it. I peed, and then I stayed sitting on the toilet for 30 minutes. Sometimes I just use the bathroom. I, like, turn off the lights and just kind of chill in there, vibe. You know, I'll light a candle, 
just be like, yeah, this is my moment to relax. Just peeing. Like, I make it into a whole thing. It's a little party. A little pee party with just myself. I don't know. Kind of weird. But it is what it is. I'm not gonna lie. Like, that's what I do. I'm a freak. So... I'm sitting on the toilet, it's been like 30 minutes, I'm either scrolling through the internet or like watching TikToks or something, when I like do a little shift, you know, I'm like, oh, I should probably get up, so like, you know, I move on the toilet seat, and I don't know if it's because I was sitting on the toilet seat so long that it was like engraved and stuck to my ass, but when I moved, the entire toilet seat just broke, so the thing slides. I almost fall right into the actual toilet bowl. I'm like, what in the hell is going on? So I come out of the bathroom and I'm like, yo, dad, the toilet seat is like busted. It's like completely snapped off. And he's like, oh yeah, it's been like that. That happened this weekend. We're going to fix it. And I'm like, couldn't, couldn't have gave me a heads up, you know, before I almost fall into the toilet bowl and get sucked down into the sewers. Like, come on. You couldn't have been like, oh, by the way, Sarah, before you use the bathroom, just so you know, be careful on the seat. We're getting it fixed. Really? Really? Not even a heads up. There are four other people in this house. None of them decided to just, you know, give me a little heads up. No one even, like, put a sticky note on there. Like, if something breaks, just slap a sticky note on it. I hate that so much. Sticky notes were created for a reason. They're so functional. They stick to things. And then last night, so I'm using the bathroom. I'm getting ready for bed. I'm, like, pretty out of it at this point. I'm, like, I'm ready to just go to sleep. I was slouched to the max. And I look up, and there's a little spider on the ceiling. I'm like, okay, I should probably take care of this. So I look at him. He looks at me. I'm like, you know you know what I got to do? My eight-legged furry friend. And he's like, nah. So we start scrambling away. I'm like, oh, he knows what's about to happen. So I grab a little piece of toilet paper, and I stand on the side of our tub. And I, like, try to squish him, and he just completely Jackie Chan's, does his own stunts, lands on the floor, eight legs spread, in a stance position, ready to pounce. He's like, you are the enemy, and I will come for you. And I'm like, what the fuck is going on? It is 10 o'clock at night, bro. How do you have this energy? Okay? So, this little bugger's looking at me. I'm looking back at him. Two eyes on him, eight eyes on me. I'm like, oh, jeez, this is about to go down, isn't it? So, me and this spider have a full-on tussle at 10 p.m. at night trying to kill the little sucker and you see normally if there's like a bug in the house i try to just pick it up so i don't kill it and like throw it outside i don't know why but like this little bugger like i'm like i can't just pick you up by the leg if i pick you up by the leg you're gonna squirm and i'm just gonna break off your leg and you're gonna get away like i have to kill you there was no mercy he had to die so eventually i see him i do a little squish and then I throw him in the toilet. I hadn't gone pee yet. So I'm like, okay, I'm just going to go to pee and go to bed. That was a lot of energy exerted on a teeny eight-legged creature. I go to sit and I'm like, mm, I stand right back up. I'm like, I got to flush this sucker. I just had like a bad feeling this guy was going to rise from the dead and crawl right into my butt and just take a big old bite. It terrified me. I was like, he's going to come back for revenge. We just had a full-on fight. There's no way. Like, I didn't show him mercy. He's not going to show me mercy. So I flushed it. And even after I flushed it, I was still like, dude, I could see this guy swimming against the current in the toilet bowl and still living. He was a resilient little eight-legged creature. Fortunately, 
seems to have gone down the drain and is dead. So, R.I.P. little guy. Um, but you were a jerk. That whole debacle last night got me to thinking about a past friend who passed away September 8th. So, let me take you back on a journey. My ninth grade year. I was a freak. I still fucking am. I, I honestly, if this hadn't ended so traumatically, would probably have gotten another spider. But, yeah. So, moral of the story, I got a spider. I was a tarantula kid. Not just a spider, a tarantula. Um, my birthday was coming up. My older sister was like, yo, what do you want? It's a tarantula. And she's like, ha ha ha. I'm like, nah, I'm not kidding. She's like, uh, we should probably ask mom and dad. So we ask them. We say, would it be all right if I got a tarantula? I'll keep him in my room. It'll be chilling. You'll never even know he's there. Well, both my parents, extremely arachnophobic, were like, <laughs> no. No, if you bring a tarantula in this house, we will disown you. So what do I do? Well, I get a tarantula. So me and my sister, we drive back to Country Max. We get a little tarantula. I get the cage. I get the food. I'm talking to the lady, learning how to take care of it. I'm watching YouTube videos. It's like a whole thing. I'm so excited. So the night I get him, I come into the house and I have him in like a little bucket and it has a lid. Don't worry. Wait, before I finish this disclaimer, if you don't like spiders, just click off this one. No shame in skipping an episode game. Spiders aren't for a lot of people. Just click off. No shame. Back to the story. So, I have my little spider behind my back, and I walk into the kitchen, and I see my mom. And I'm like, hi, mom. So, how would you feel if I got a tarantula? And she's like, we've been over this. Uh, that's a no. I'm sorry, Sarah. And I'm like, well, it's a little too late. And then I whip him out, and she's like, whoa! <laughs> Come down, Jamal. Don't pull out the night. What is that? And she freaked out. I do have to say she took it better than my father. And she's like, Sarah, you're taking him back. There's no way you're having him. So then I show him to my dad. I walk into my dad's office. I kid you not, I've never seen this man move so fast. This man doesn't move. That's the thing. Like, he's a pretty stagnant guy, okay? He likes to sit in his chair and do his work. He's not like... A big runner, okay? So, I had never seen a, this man, like, move this quickly in my life. I would have thought he was on, like, an NFL team. He completely juked me out. So, I whip out this spider. I'm like, Dad, look. This man, almost in tears, is like, Get that away from me, brother! He is screaming. Like, I've never heard him scream. He is yelling. He is legit almost in tears. Like, his face is getting so red, he's freaking out. Okay? Looking back, I can acknowledge, yo, that was kind of, like, an ambush and kind of cruel. Especially since they already told me now. Um, but was it funny to see my dad squirm a little? Yeah, it was. It was a little. But looking back, I can also acknowledge, like, that is a tough fear. And I wouldn't like if someone just, like, put me up somewhere really high without my consent. You know what I'm saying? So I show my little spider. My dad's freaking out. My mom's freaking out. My dad threatens... My dad says, take him into the driveway. I'm running him over the, with the car. So I start bawling my eyes out. Like, I'm actually bawling. My mom's like, you have to take him back. You have to. And basically, me and my sister tell her, like, you can't take him back. You can't take blah, blah, blah. So I'm bawling. Like, he's just my spider. Blah, blah, blah. He's so nice. Blah, blah. 
after about four hours, I'd say, we got the house a little bit calmer, and my parents were like, okay, he stays in your room, you keep that tank completely shut, you clean it outside, you are very, like, anal retentive and make sure nobody touches the cage, this is your responsibility, I'm like, no kidding, you think I want you touching my tarantula, I got to keep Kato, but then... Kato ended up dying, and you know whose fault it was? Freaking mine. And I still have guilt to this day. A sign that a spider is comfortable and happy is if they are webbing. So when I first got him, he ended up making webs all over his cage. And then I ended up cleaning the cage because one lady at the pet store said to clean the cage. So I ended up cleaning it. Then I went back to the pet store because I realized he wasn't webbing after a couple months. And a lady said, yo, you probably shouldn't have cleaned the cage. Then... I went back to the pet store. Another lady was like, you should put a light on him. He's probably cold. So I'm assuming he's cold. So I get a little heating pad and then I get a light and then I go back. And someone's like, why the hell do you have a light on him? Tarantulas don't like light. So I'm getting misinformation from everywhere. I'm watching YouTube videos. Everything's mixed. No one's giving me like a straight answer. So one morning I remember I like went into my room and Normally, like, I could hear his little feet against the cage. It'd be, like, and there just was nothing. It was super silent. And I'm, like, Kato? So I'm looking in the cage, and I just see a crumpled up little ball. And then I realized that was Kato, and he had passed. And I cried my eyes out like I had never cried before. And knowing it was, like, my fault after... That killed me. Like, actually killed me. I remember I went to the next day to school and actually had, like, the puffiest face of my life. And people were like, Sarah, are you okay? And I'm like, I'm fine, I'm fine. And then my one friend was like, what happened? And I'm like, Kato died. And I was like, what the fuck? My one friend was like, good riddance to that little guy. He should have been dead a long time ago. Kate spiders wouldn't even come in my room. Even though he was, like, across the room, she wouldn't even walk in there while I had Kato. Like... He really had a hate club, but, you know, there were some people that were like, Oh, I'm really sorry. Like, that's sad. It was sad, okay? If Like, how would you feel if I said, I want to run over your dog? Okay? It's the same thing. So maybe he's a little bit creepier and crawlier, but he's still, like, a cute animal. He was a cute spider. He was, like, curly-haired tarantula. Look him up if you don't mind looking at tarantulas. He was the cutest little guy until he ended up just dying. When I first got him, something the pet store told me is tarantulas are, like, extremely, extremely delicate. Like, if you drop them from five feet, it could end up hurting them. Now, keep that in mind when I tell you that my tarantula was suicidal. I'm not even kidding. I, I wish this was a joke, but he definitely was suicidal. Maybe he did hate me. More and more I talk about this, the more sad I get, because I'm like, holy fuck, I made my tarantula suicidal? What? He would crawl to the top of his cage and not, like, try to get out or anything. He would just crawl to the top and drop. And I'm like, why the fuck are you trying to kill yourself, buddy? <laughs> like, he has to know that hurts. I'm like, what? Buddy? What? Why? I don't know. He just didn't want to be alive. So, in the end... Was it my fault he died, or was it the fact he, like, wanted to die? Or were we just, like, a really toxic couple that just didn't work? But R.I.P. Dicato, I love you. I still think about you every day. 
I ended up burying him in the backyard with a little rock gravestone. When he died, my dad laughed. He was like, it's about time. I'm like, fuck you, Jimbo. Fuck you. <laughs> I was so angry. Like, how dare you? You don't even know, Kato. I was like, listen, he didn't like you either. He told me. Get out of here. I was so angry. Everyone was so mean to Kato. And all he ever wanted to do was die himself. So we probably pushed him over the edge. I have like three family dogs, but now I also have a beta fish in them. So about two, three weeks ago, I was like, damn, I'm really lonely. I'm going to get a beta fish. So that is exactly what I did. So I drive back to Country Max. And I'm looking at these fish. So first fish that caught my eye was a goldfish. Now, why did he catch my eye? Well, because he was, like, trying to swim forward for, I kid you not, 10 minutes. Like, before we left the store, he was still in the same cycle. He's trying to swim forward, and yet somehow he's swimming in a backwards direction. I was like, you, you, you stand out to me, little guy. I like you. I like you a lot. He was just a complete numbskull, and I loved that. I wanted, like, a fish that kind of emulated myself. So, he was in the running, but then I didn't want a tank that needed a filter. I just wanted a fish I could put in a bowl, feed him pellets, and he'd be good. Okay, simpler is easier. After the whole Kato debacle, I couldn't handle much more emotional distress. I look at the beta fish because they don't need a filter. I'm looking at each of them, trying to see which one I had a connection. And there's just this one, he's scowling. He looks so angry. He also looked like he had straight up been through a blender. It looked like he had escaped the dentist's office in Nemo, and, and Darla shook him in a bag about 40 times. He looked like he had been through it. I was like, I like you, little guy. You got personality in this book. So, he was also, like, the weirdest freaking color. Like, kind of an ugly color. Like, all the other ones were, like, lavish blues and purples and oranges. And he's just over there, like, like a tan cream... But, like, kind of, you know the color of, like, vomit? That's kind of what he looked like. And so I was like, I really like you. I really, really like you. So I bring him over to my dad. I was like, this is the one. He's like, why? He's so ugly. And I'm like, you know what, Dad? You're always shaming my pets. Get out of here. And so I get this little guy. I take him home. I give him the cutest little setup in the tank. It's got, like, blue pebbles and, like, a little blue plant. And since then... We've just been vibing as besties. Every morning, he swims to the top of the tank, and I, like, boop him on the head. I'm like, give me noggin. He's such a legend. Like, I actually love this fish so much. If he dies anytime soon, you'll hear about it, because I will be advised. <laughs> I'm going to try to have that beta fish outlive me. I know beta fish don't tend to have, like, a long lifespan, so either I'm dying young or he's gonna live until he's like 80 something. Why did I decide on the name yogurt? Well, one day I was just eating a cup of yogurt and I went, yogurt, that's a cute name. Then for short, I could call a pet Gert. And that's how it happened. Like there was no creative thinking or anything. I was just like, yogurt, I like that. And I would just call him Gert Gert and it's perfect for him because he's always angry and looking like he's like gurring. He's like, Rrr. I'm like, Gert. So fitting. So we also had gerbils as a kid. Something I found out legit three days ago from my sister when I was at her house. I I don't know how, like, I feel kind of stupid. I feel pretty stupid, but at the same time, I don't know why this just clicked for me. So I was sitting with my sister and brother-in-law, and we were talking about, like, pets we had as a kid. 
and me and my sister were like, yeah, we had gerbils, and you know, this story is pretty sad, so there were three gerbils, one for each of my sisters, like, I had one, my little sister had one, and my older sister had one. Well, my younger sister, Gerbil, was a complete maniac and cannibal. He ate all the other gerbils and then got cancer and died. Like, there was a tumor growing out of her ear. Her name was Lemon. It, like, she looked all sweet, but she was a demon. A complete demon. So, when I was younger and this happened, I, like, had woken up one day and... My gerbil was gone, and my older sister's gerbil was gone. And so my dad told me, your younger sister's gerbil, Lemon, ate Princess and Mario. You and your sister's gerbil. So I'm crying. I'm like, oh, I'm all forlorn. My fucking gerbil got eaten. Like, it's a Tuesday afternoon. What the hell? Turns out, they weren't fully eaten. Because I was telling the story, I was like, yeah, my younger sister's gerbil ate our gerbils, blah, blah, blah. There was, like, nothing left. She was a fiend. And my brother-in-law's like, dude, what about the bones? Like, she didn't just eat all of the gerbil. I'm like, no, like, as a kid, I checked the tank. There was nothing. There was nothing in the bedding. Like, they were completely gone. And my other sister turns to me, and she's like, Sarah, there were remains. We cleaned out the tank before you woke up. I'm like, what? She's like, listen, buddy, it kind of looked like a crime scene. Um, like a horror movie. She, like, took chunks out of our gerbils, and there was blood everywhere, but, like, the bones were still there, and, like, half the brain and half the head, and... But it was pretty gruesome, so me and Dad cleaned the tank before you woke up, and I'm like... How did I, first of all, at this age, how did I never put that together? Clearly, there had to be bones left. Second, what the fuck? Why didn't no one tell me? And she's like, we didn't tell you at that age because you were so young. And then we just haven't told you because we didn't think it was a big deal. Like, we figured you pieced it together. I'm like, damn. Not only do I feel really fucking stupid, but I'm also really sad now. Because now I had the set of my gerbil half decapitated laying in this tank just in my mind. Like, Princess is just fully covered in blood. I'm like, jeez. Well, this sucks. That really put a damper on my Saturday. Like, it's like, man, I really could have gone without knowing that. Also, how did I not piece that together? I'm going to be 18 in, like, four days. How did I not piece together that clearly Lemon didn't eat the bones of Princess? Like, a gerbil can't digest the bones of something. I don't know. Lemon was a fiend, though. So it's kind of believable. If you had met this gerbil, you would have been like, yeah, I could see her just chowing down on bones without a second thought and just pooping them out. Full carcass. No other thought. This gerbil was, like, rabid. And then it just got this huge-ass tumor, like, the size of its head coming out of its ear before it died. It she was a mess. Really good in the beginning. So glad we got them. The ending, just like a Shakespeare play, completely and utterly tragic. Moral of the story, pets, I don't know. I love pets, but at the same time, I'm just so scared to get a pet all the time because I'm like, oh, I'm just scared, like, something's gonna go wrong. If we didn't have dogs, I'd want, like, a monkey or a squirrel, but my dad's really not for those ideas either because in high school, my dad's math teacher 
he had a pet monkey, and one day he was driving, and the monkey covered his eyes, and his math teacher got in a crash, and so he had to give away the monkey, and I'm like, that is pretty unfortunate. But I would train my monkey, okay? I get it, like, as a little pygmy, as a small little guy, and train him so when he's older, he's got manners. Okay, I'm going to make him watch Batman, Alfred scenes, and so he can act like Alfred from Batman. I'd probably have my monkey also watch, like, The Avengers, you know? Not really so much to, like, become, like, a superhero, but more to just, like, have the character of a hero. Be, like, I'd want my monkey to be, like, responsible and respectful. You know what I'm saying? Down the line. One day. One day I'll have a little monkey, but... I calculated it with a kid in my grade once, because we were like, what if we go, like, half and half and on a monkey? I'm like, you know what? I'm kind of down. We were looking at, who knows? It was, like, on fucking Craigslist, so it's probably not even real. Uh, it was, like, $5,000, and we're like, we could split it halfway, like, 2500 each way. You could have them Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. I'll have them Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Or if you wanted weekends, I got day weekdays, and we could, like, reverse every other month. We're really about to just have a full-blown, like, divorce situation with our pet monkey because we both wanted one so bad, and neither of our parents were, like, going for it. They're like, yeah, sorry. When I told my dad that, he's like, I'd rather you get a tarantula again than a monkey. And I'm like, dude, there is no way. If I read another tarantula in this house, you would cry like a little baby. So don't even give me that. The only reason he's, like, decently okay with the tarantula thing now is because... One, it's not here, and two, he saw that nothing happened, and that it, like, didn't get out and, like, crawl up his butthole. So, like, you're fine. Anywho, thanks for listening. Make sure you follow the Instagram, at a virgin who can't drive podcast. I'm gonna start posting the Instagram responses so you guys can type in what you guys want to hear about in the next episode. I'll put that up. I'll try to post that every other day, basically, so there's always one up, so if randomly you're like, oh my gosh... Here's an idea. You can just post it right on up there. But if it's not up there, just feel free to DM the Instagram or leave a comment on any post and I will see it. I love you all so much and peace out from a virgin who can't drive.